Hello, and welcome to another rambunctious episode of We Only Look Thin. I am one of your hosts. I am Donald Weigel. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure. I'm not sure. Well, I wasn't sure if I should say uh, how much weight I've lost first or whether I should just go right into my name. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is starting wonderfully. Oh, my God. Uh, Um, It's very hot. It's very hot. When we record... Oh, this is We Only Look Thin, and that's Donald Weigel, and he has lost 100 pounds. I've I'm... lost a little over 100 pounds. How much weight have you lost, and who are you? I'm Catherine Weigel, and I have lost about 155 pounds. Wow. And uh, That's amazing. It's been very easy, which is why I'm just coming here today to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not been very easy, actually. Oh, I remember. We have 21 other episodes talking about our struggles. This is episode 22. And and there there are reasons that we are recording this because Kate is on this episode. It has been all the difficult, and uh, we are uh, talking about that, and we talk about that this week with Kate. What is wrong with us? It is really hot. <laughs> we have, when we record, we have to turn off turn all, all the fans, all the, the, air, fans, conditioning, the air conditioning, everything. Close yeah. the windows, and I think we are just a little bit uh, overwhelmed right now. With the love and support that we have received from all of you, but also from heat exhaustion. Yes, so. yes. Um, anyway, for those of you who uh, who have not listened to every episode, and uh, if you haven't, you still can. There's still time. Uh, Kate uh, has been with us uh, several times. Um, she is part of the We Only Look Thin family, and um, she lost uh, over 100 pounds and was on the Today Show and um, thought she had uh, all the answers, thought she had it all together, and then um, then she didn't. And um, so she has been brave enough to come on here. She reached out to us to ask for some help. She's reached out to the We Only Look Thin community, and um, she's getting her head back on straight and has made some nice progress. And um, we have a nice conversation with her coming right up. We do. It's very nice. Like, if you're looking at a thesaurus, nice is is the first word in the thesaurus. Yeah, it is the first Man, word. Man, it's so hot right now. Even though the thesaurus is in alphabetical order, for some reason they put nice at the beginning. That's why AAA auto is at the beginning of the thesaurus because it has best placement. That would be the yellow pages. Never mind, y'all. Uh, but yeah, we had a great conversation with Kate. And uh, speaking of great things, we saw the Mr. Rogers uh, documentary this weekend. Called we sure did. Won't you be my neighbor? I believe there was also a um, PBS special about Mr. Rogers, but we saw a documentary in a movie theater, and there was much crying. Yeah. It was amazing and wonderful and inspiring, much more inspiring than this opener that we are doing right now. Yes, much more inspiring than this. However, not necessarily more inspiring than We Only Look Thin. Our yes, whole no. canon of work. Did work. you just compare us to Mr. No, Rogers? No, no. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> No, I'm that's sorry, not true. Rogers family. Uh, yeah, we... no, wholeheartedly apologize. Mr. Rogers was uh, practically a saint, and uh, we uh, we pale in comparison. But um, go see the movie. Yeah, is the what movie's we're trying to wonderful. Say. Um, it's air conditioned at the movie theater. Yeah, also, I've never seen a movie in my whole life in which so many people were openly sobbing, including me. And uh, our daughter, who had never even seen Mr. Rogers, was openly sobbing during it. So it's impactful on a number of levels. She didn't want to talk about it. We actually asked her if she wanted to be on the podcast, and she scurried off to her room. 
where the the fresh air is and where yes. the air conditioning is on. So uh, so enjoy this twenty second episode of We Only Look Thin and enjoy our conversation with Kate as much as we have enjoyed doing this opener for you. Yes, and please, um, uh, despite this opening, can you please uh, give us a nice rating on iTunes? <laughs> oh, you sound so desperate. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we should sit on blocks of ice moving forward. Yeah, you know, like, that's a great idea. They used to idea. cool down in cartoons, like if someone like yeah, sat on fire. It is really hot in here right now. <laughs> um, and uh, the... You can find us on Facebook. Um, we have a nice page there. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. We have a wonderful page that Catherine. Uh, uh, it's air conditioned, also curates. for your pleasure. <laughs> yes, um, I tweet once in a while uh, at We Only Look Thin. Where Where do you tweet in a tree or on, the, on Twitter? On Twitter. On the interweb. On the Twitter. www. Forward is there a forward yeah, slash yeah, forward or slash HTTP. Anyway, we are burning time, we are burning calories, and we are burning to have you listen to this great episode with Kate. So thank you so much for listening, and uh, here we go with our interview. Enjoy. Hello, we are here with Kate. Say hello, Kate. Hello. (laughs) We are welcoming you. Do you feel welcome? (laughs) Oh, I feel very welcome. Excellent. Excellent. Um. It's been a couple of weeks since we have spoken in person, but we've had a little bit of a dialogue uh, offline or online, actually. But uh, why don't you tell us how the last uh, week or two has been? Okay. Um, So the last time we spoke, I had just gotten back from a weekend away. I hadn't yet weighed myself, but I knew that I had done some indulging and would probably see it on the scale. Um, Sure enough, the next morning when I weighed myself, I was up about four pounds which was not a surprise. And I thought, no problem. This will drop right back off as soon as I get myself back on track. I'm not worried. I'm getting back on track. And I did. And the scale didn't budge. For the last two weeks, it's gone up and down, you know, about one or two pounds. But generally, I'm still weighing about what I was when I came back from that weekend. And at first, it was fine. I wasn't thrown off by it. And then as more time went by, I started to get a little bit upset. And on Thursday, I think maybe it was the culmination of that, bad weather, just not being in a great mood. I woke up and all I wanted was to eat all the sugar. Um, And old me would have secretly done it, not told anyone, maybe not even told you guys, just done it and then dealt with it. But I decided I need to do something different. So I immediately went to the accountability group and sort of sent out an SOS help, help. I want to eat everything message. Um, Because I decided that's what I'm in a group for. You know, I need that accountability. And if I really want to do something different, I have to make those different choices. Yeah, I, I remember when, it, when you posted it, it uh, it was like a bat signal going out. Like, <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, she's in trouble. And I appreciated that you were so honest about what was going on. And, you know, you have to sort of, you know, as you're uh, going through uh, New York, you go through this gauntlet of sugar <laughs> opportunities as you're you're getting to work. And uh, I felt the panic, and I but I was very grateful that you reached out because, you know, I think I'm the same way. I want to retreat and hide. And so I, it was really impressive that you came out and, and 
said exactly what was going on and that you wanted a volume of food, not just one, you know, tiny tree. You wanted it all. So coming forward and saying that was a was a big deal. So what uh, what happened from there on? So it actually was really eye opening to me in a way because people gave a lot of great suggestions, but I realized that um, most of their suggestions weren't going after what I was really craving. People were suggesting healthier alternatives, having fruit, having a healthier sweet option. And I was reading all that and thinking like, that's not what I want. And I think you had suggested, you know, planning a treat and having a real treat, but a reasonable serving of a real treat. And I thought that's not what I want either. Like I want to eat quantity. I want to binge. And um, I had purchased a binge course from Heather previously, and I hadn't listened to it. So surprisingly, it's not really helping me. Um, but I decided so buying things doesn't <laughs> help unless you do them. Interesting. Yeah. That's a lesson for our listeners. Yeah, it was it was a very weird realization, like just spending the money and keeping it in my phone didn't do the job. Um, so I decided I need to listen to it and um, actually started listening to it on my commute to work that morning. And I have to say listening in that moment was probably not the best moment to try starting it. Um, she gives a lot of great information and she talks about those feelings and, and why people binge and all it was making me think the whole time was like, yes, that's what I want. That's what I want. So then I convinced myself, I turned it back off. I said, I'm going to go back to this, but not in this moment. I turned it off and switched to listening to something else. And I decided, okay, get to work and at lunch you can reevaluate. But Part of my problem is that when I'm thinking that, I let myself think it over and over again. And it becomes such a test of willpower because I'm constantly fighting myself. And so I usually end up giving in. So what I said that day was just, look, you don't have to decide right now. You're not going to do it on your way to work. So stop thinking about it. You can think about it again at lunchtime or after lunch, but you're not going to think about it until then. And every time my brain started screaming, like, eat all the sugar, I would say, like, think about it after lunch. So that's what I did. I got to work. And then I intentionally had a really delicious lunch, um, not all the sugar. But I thought, okay, I'm not going to just eat a salad because I wanted to eat something that would feel really satisfying. And then late afternoon, I was thinking again, sugar, 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 sugar. and. I would guess I, I would say I sort of went for a middle ground. I went to the vending machine and I bought a few options. I calculated it all. I ate about 500 calories of sugar, which is not ideal and is not the plan I'm trying to follow, but it is also not nearly the damage that I can do in a true binge. So it sort of felt like a kind of middle ground for myself. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I want to say... First of all, I'm very proud of you for, or proud of New Kate, I guess, for, uh, you know, first of all, reaching out to everyone. And then second of all, um, you know, not just caving in immediately. I mean, I think that alone feels like a lot of progress. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, and then, you know, I went on with my day. I was fine the rest of the day. I was fine Friday. And I really started thinking about it this weekend because I had been telling myself this story that, 
I'm doing all the same things that I was before. I don't know why my scale is only going up and down a pound. And then I had one of those real, like, okay, let's be honest about this moment. Am I doing everything the same? Well, I'm not really drinking my water. Um, and I've stopped journaling what I'm eating. And I'm not doing that great at being mindful. So basically. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but really, you're doing everything. Yeah. Totally, totally the same. And I had been telling myself various stories about it. I told myself, like, you don't need to journal because you're eating the same things every day. Why do you need to keep writing down the same things every day anyway? You know what you're doing. Um, And the water, I had been doing a great job tracking it on a calendar, giving myself a little water emoji every day when I hit 80 ounces. And then when the calendar changed from April to May, I didn't make a new calendar. And... It was like I just totally let that goal fly out the window with a change of calendar. So, isn't that crazy? I've I've actually seen that in our accountability group because it's been I we generally do like a 30 to 40 day mm-hmm. group and from the last 30 day group there were people who were super eager for mm-hmm. this group. As soon as I shut it down, and restarted with a new group, the people who had been very active suddenly went silent. And I think that there is a little bit of a um, of a challenge when you do turn a calendar page, or there is a disruption in service, so to speak, where you have to kind of remember what you were doing. Because I, I mean, I keep a habit calendar as well. And last month, I had a very high percentage of, you know, on track days. And the same thing with uh, with what you just said. I'm like, I'm pretty much doing everything right. And when I look at my tracker, I've had 50% on track, which is a, an F. <laughs> 50% is an F hmm. effort. That's, uh, that's half as good as all. That is half as good as all. And But it, it really does when you, you know, I think there really is something to kind of stepping back and and looking at those habits and seeing which ones you're checking off and not. So, um, so what is your strategy moving forward? It's still, still may. Yes. Well, I am truly getting myself back on track, not just lip service to it. I am, you know, starting a may calendar. I am going to be tracking my water again. I am writing down again, what I eat each day. I also realized um, I've been eating a lot of carb heavier meals and you know, I didn't set any sort of restrictions on what I was going to eat. And I'm still other than no sugar treats. And I'm still not going to but I think I've been having too much truly carb heavy meals and not focusing enough on protein and vegetables. So I'm also going to make that a focus. I had been better balanced with that prior to these past two weeks. Um, and I'm going to get back to what I was eating during those weeks that was really satisfying and delicious for me. Um, because I know I was succeeding when I did that. So I'm going back truly to those behaviors and not giving myself the out of believing that I'm doing it while I'm really only half doing it. Yeah, that sounds very smart. H- have you thought at all? And maybe it isn't the same. You know yourself better than I know you. Have you thought? <laughs> Are at you all? sure of that? I, <laughs> I'm, his, I'm relatively sure. His mother always says that she knows Donald better knows than me he's better than I know myself. Himself. Yeah, it drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love you, mom. So that's why he keeps switching up his personality to keep her on her toes, keep her frosty. <laughs> yeah. That's right. 
That's right. And we love you, mom. <laughs> she, this is a real tangent too. She's also started this thing where she tells me that I love that she loves me more than I love her. Like it's a contest <laughs> or something, <laughs> which, which I know, you know, it's, it's great that she tells me she loves me, but now it's sort of like, you know, I love you more. You know, okay, mom, we'll, we'll, we'll get out the, the love measurer and, and answer this question once and for all. Um, but I'm, Getting back to... We, uh, we love you, Carol Weigel. Yes, you're wonderful, we do. wonderful you're mother. wonderful, wonderful mother. Um, would it help you to add maybe some more fruit to your diet or something that's sweet without being overtly sugary to, you know, stave off any binge cravings? Yeah, um, I, I think so. And I have been buying fruit, but I haven't really been eating as much of it, mostly because... Um, as we discussed, I wasn't doing much snacking. I have been eating, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and generally feeling satisfied without eating in between. But I think maybe what I should try doing is having fruit with my dinner. Um, and I think also when I'm going less for the carby options for my meals, I think I will have that space and that hunger to include fruit as well. So I think that that's a great idea, especially, you know, as we're getting almost to June and fruit here is really going to be peak. There's a farmer's market that's open right across the street on Saturday mornings. You know, I can get very fresh fruit and vegetables. It, it's called the garden state, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Like fruit, fruit is hitting like fantastic levels right now. Like we're getting some great We are definitely old people and, because yeah. we're like in bed at nine o'clock and being like, strawberries, <laughs> strawberries are so good. And Major like, summer Oreo. I just bought some cherries yesterday that were pretty great. And watermelon. We are so old. But like I, I gave up sugar for about a year and a half. And, um, you know, I gave up sugar and pretty much flour bread like and you know so i'm still in this phase where anything sweet tastes pretty awesome to me right now so i'm excited about fruit um but i i you know and look again you know yourself better than than i do we've established this uh distinctly (laughs) tell Um, tell her about your mom (laughs) you know one thing that i do is i i wait until and i know this everyone tells you not to eat right before bed i wait right till right before bed and then I eat my dessert and then all I can do from there is go to sleep. Um, so I can't continue <laughs> eating it. Yeah. <laughs> it, but it's it's, true. A, stra- it's like, a strategy that I use, you know, if, yeah. if I, if I ate a slice of banana bread at two in the afternoon, I would eat all the banana bread the rest of the day. But if I, if I eat, you know, if I eat one, keep it within my calories. If I eat something like right before I go to bed, then I go to bed and then I'm not tempted to keep going. And then for some reason, when I wake up in the morning, my willpower is good. Um, have you thought about trying to, and again, I don't want to be your downfall. Um, have you thought about trying to maybe just eat a little something before you go to bed to, to, I, I just, I'm concerned that the binge thing is going to come back. Um, and you know, you did this before, so maybe, you, you know, you know what you're doing, but, um, it's just the thought. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's a really good thought. I am going to listen to the rest of the binge course now that I'm not, you know, in the midst of that moment. Um, because I know that it includes strategies to help make sure that I'm not getting there again. Um, and when I was successful before, I did still have that happen occasionally. Um, so, you know, I think I need to figure out, and I think it's probably going to be trial and error. And I think 
one thing I remembered this afternoon that's really important to me is that when I was being successful, I was fully committed. I 100% believed that I was going to succeed. And so if I binged, if I had a weekend of indulgences, if I did anything that was off the plan I was following, I could just think to myself like, okay, that was a bump, but I'm right back on track. I never gave myself the thought of like, maybe now I stop and just eat whatever I want all the time again. Um, And I'm not thinking that right now, but I feel like I'm also not quite as uh, devoted in my thinking. And I want to get back to that as well. I want to be positive that my clothes will be getting smaller. You know, I was thinking it as, believe it or not, I'm still wearing sweaters because um, I think yesterday it was 52 degrees here. But as it's time to pack up my sweaters, I was having a debate with myself. Do I pack them up and think I might still be wearing them in the fall? Or do I donate them because I'm going to need a smaller size? And in the past, with no hesitation, I gave away a season's clothing because I knew I would be a size smaller by the following season. Yeah, no, that's a big uh, mental shift for sure. I mean, I know, you know, the one thing that is good about what you're doing this time is that you're, you said you didn't want to do A plus work, you know, for a whole year. It was figuring out ways to make sustainable changes. You know, you've done extreme, you've done 100% Eye of the Tiger. And this time it's, it is a more measured approach that you're taking. And there are going to be um, stumbling blocks and things that you're going to have to get past. Uh, so the, the sweater thing, that is definitely a, uh, uh, you know, what... Maybe you reframe it to yourself to where you can pack them away and then look forward to the treat of donating them in the fall when they don't fit you anymore. Reframing. <laughs> we actually, we actually, I had a, I had a box full of clothes that I kept uh, that didn't fit for ten years, and then I was like, "Oh boy, they'll fit now!" And it was like nothing but pleats. It was basically a box <laughs> of pleats. A like, box of nineties clothes. That- <laughs> But I, but I do think that that reframing is like, you know, letting it go. And if you need to buy new sweaters next year that are, you know, fashions change so quickly these days, uh, it might be good to just let it go. Yep. I've definitely, sometimes I let go of things and I feel good about it. Other times, yeah. like the Get fondue rid of pot. Them. You won't need them. The fondue pot that I probably got rid of at a yard sale that I was like, we should make fondue. And Dawn's yeah. like, you probably got rid of that at a yard sale because that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. We used to make fondue all the time when we were at our uh, 300 pounds, 300 and- pound weights. But uh, yeah. And then this morning she's like, maybe we should make fondue over Memorial Day weekend. And I was like, I'm pretty sure. You know, that- the traditional fondue that you <laughs> yeah. make on Memorial Day. But uh, going back subjects about it being cold and wearing sweaters, you know, I know it's been cold and rainy there for the last few weeks. And I think looking at holistically all of the habits and how they all fit together, kind of like a puzzle, when it's warm out, I drink a lot more water. I eat more salads. I'm much more, you know, I go for lighter foods and I know it's been cold and rainy there for the last couple of weeks. So not drinking water, sticking to carbs, you know, kind of cozier food. It makes sense because I mean, I do that. I, I think I bought two heads of lettuce recently and threw them both out because I just could not deal with the idea of having a cold salad. It just was very sad to me. So I have to put that in the full perspective of, you know, these are the 10 things that I do that draw me to success. And I I haven't been doing those that kind of the same as you, like you haven't been journaling. I haven't had a fresh vegetable in a week. Like, 
you know, and it all, it all comes together to make a full picture of the best version of yourself. And that version is not always possible, except if you're Don, because you're infallible. That is not <laughs> true at all. I'm I, just, I was just trying to get you to laugh. I've just had a, I had a very good week after a very bad weekend. So. Yeah. But I'm, I mean, I'm trying to get back on track myself. I had Mother's Day, uh, tumbled into most of the week. Uh, it was a week of fun of mothering because I'm such a good mother. I need seven days to celebrate myself. Yeah. Uh, so I'm working on getting back. Seven days. Mother's week. Yeah, so Mother's Week. <laughs> mother's Week. Yeah. That's, that's what we turned it into. So you've got, um, so it sounds like you have some things in place uh, for the, the coming week. You're going to listen to the Half Size Me uh, binge course, which I would suggest to anyone who has issues with binging because it is a real uh if you if you have never had that issue, you might not understand it, but I have that issue and I understand it. Yeah, I, I haven't had a, an an issue with it for um, over two years, and then this past Friday, like something snapped in me, and uh, I I went out to lunch with some friends. I had a friend in from out of town, and four of us went to lunch, and I could not stop eating the rest of the day. It was like I was a different person. So. Um, but the good news is I got right back on the next day and, uh, I've been, I've been good yeah. ever since, but, uh, well, and that, you know, I think one thing, spoiler alert from the half size me, uh, uh, course is that I think people expect when they've made a change and they've decided that they're not going to binge anymore, or they're going to try to work on a problem when there is a relapse, it can feel defeating and like, okay, well, it's obvious that I'm broken and I'm, I'm you know, outside the norm and I'm never going to be fixed, but slip ups happen. I mean, it, it's part of the process. It's understanding yourself better and deciding what you're going to do next time, uh, you know, to, to battle it. I think that delaying it is actually a great idea that Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to think about it again until noon. I think that is a great strategy to, you know, keep it on the calendar as an appointment for yourself. But that obsessing, I know what that feels like. That was me on Friday. I, you know, just couldn't get enough. So I, I think that that idea of putting it off is uh, is a great strategy to at least kind of get your head back together. Yeah, I think that's something I will employ myself. So thank you for that. So uh, speaking of tips and tricks, we've got uh, Memorial Day. Uh, by the time this is going to come out, it's going to be uh, after Memorial Day. But oh, I guess you don't need to give any tips. What summer tips do you have? There we go. <laughs> It sounds like you've got the farmer's market that you're going to be focusing on fresh fruits and vegetables. Uh, I know we had talked about uh, all of the gauntlet of potential uh, snack attunities on your way to work each day. Um, how can you how can you suggest to others getting past that, uh, getting past the uh, the gauntlet of, of McDonald's and donuts and Dwayne Reed's uh, that they have to pass? Any, <laughs> any strategies to very, very insider East Coast, Dwayne Reeds. <laughs> well, generally, my best strategy now is that I bring my breakfast from home. So I don't stop anywhere. So it's a lot easier, um, in a way, to avoid temptations in all of those stores if I'm not even walking into any of them. I am, you know, focused, laser focused, and I just walk straight to my office. If I'm wandering in and out of those stores, I think it can be more tempting to say, well, you know, any of the loopholes that we've that you guys have talked about or that have come up before, you know, it's a special day, I deserve a treat, any of those things that can throw me off my game. It's a lot easier if it's not an option. If I'm carrying a bag that already has my lunch in it, my breakfast in it, and I'm just going straight to work to eat it. 
Right. No, that's that's a good idea. Kind of yeah. put blinders on. No, and I I do the same thing. I bring my uh, my food to work every day. And I uh, recently got told that I was very extreme for bringing my own food to work with me, which I'm still not over being irritated by. <laughs> He's got a lot of things to be irritated by. I actually suggested. I don't know how you felt about this suggestion. I suggested that if you got candy from Dwayne Reed, every time you shop there, they kick a puppy. <laughs> and did that help you not want to eat candy from Dwayne Reed? Yeah, or that's, was that's that like a new a store policy. That's not something they Catherine just have them just in invented. the back and no, kick that's, them. That's for real. <laughs> I try to imagine with work snacks that uh, someone in accounting has already sneezed on everything, which is really gross. <laughs> so it's usually like dim yeah. from accounting. So that that's another strategy. Uh, Waving a Bible around is also something that I use, at least metaphorically. <laughs> so, um, but uh, any any challenges for you coming up in the next week or two? Any more travel that you've got coming on? Or um, so I might have company for Memorial Day weekend. Things are a little bit up in the air, um, but I'm not too worried about it. Um, it's uh, my sister and brother in law might come for the weekend. Um, and they are both eating healthy as well. So I think it will actually be helpful in a sense of all of us encouraging each other, um, to make good choices. So I think that that should be good. Um, and the following weekend I have plans with a friend, but again, I am not looking at any of these things as excuses. Like none of them are such special occasions that I'm going to be faced with a food that I can never have at any other time. Um, they're just normal days. So I can do right. So your sister isn't special. Good, good. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> trying to get you in a fight. Uh, no, but I, I think that that like, you know, it's, it's, it's the like, this is the only time I'll ever have blank. It's like, no, it's available. It's not, exactly. you know. It's not the one and only time. I think that that is a, a good perspective. Yeah, so. and I, I think that's definitely a, a good thing for me to keep in mind is, you know, there there are plenty of other opportunities to eat mini Snickers bars. I don't have to eat all of <laughs> them do. in one go. It's not like they're they're fleeing a communist no, government. They're, they're, not gonna, they're not going to run out. <laughs> <laughs> mini Snickers bars are fleeing a communist government, government into my but, mouth. Yeah, because yes. of a yeah. crisis. Okay. So, <laughs> one other tip that I will share that um, is not such a summary tip, but since I just discovered it, I'll share it anyway. I did not know that you can take frozen broccoli straight out of the freezer and roast it, and it comes out delicious. Oh. I thought it would be watery or have problems because of being frozen, but it doesn't. So one of my favorite meals right now, Trader Joe's has amazing crab cakes that are only 90 calories a crab cake. I saw um, you post that. Yeah. And so I will just throw two crab cakes and a big handful of frozen broccoli on a cookie sheet and bake it. And it comes out delicious. And the broccoli gets that like crisp roasted broccoli taste. Ooh. Yeah. It's really very Would good. you say you are? Pumping up the volume. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will. Yeah, 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 plugging a past episode. Of our show. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying up pump up the volume. <laughs> no, that's not. No, happening. that is actually a great idea. I uh, when I we are actually out of broccoli in our household right now, and I then go to the not pumping up the volume uh, phase where I just eat, you know, some sad chicken on a plate. Uh, so having frozen options in the freezer 
Yeah, if, that's a that's a very intriguing idea, which I hadn't thought of. I might have to try that pretty soon. Yeah. So thank you. No problem. Well, X. So um, is there anything, uh, I don't mean to put you on the spot, is there anything we can do for you? Is there anything that the We Only Look Thin community can do for you uh, uh, coming up here? Um, well, the accountability group I actually just saw is doing a week-long food tracking um, event, and I will definitely we participate. Are- Prompted by my Friday. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is for you people, not Spon- me at all. Sponsored by Catherine and I eating all the food on Friday. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I will be. So you're doing the, the intensive, yes. Yes, participating. And I think that will also help me as I'm really committed to getting back to writing down everything I eat every day, um, doing that publicly for this week and feeling like, true or not, someone's going to ask me at the end of the day. You know, hey, Kate, what did you eat today? If I don't post it, um, would be really helpful. Um, But other than that, I think just the continuing to stay really active in the group is a huge help for me. I know that I'm someone who thrives on accountability. Knowing that we're going to be talking every other week is also really helpful for me. Um, It also really gives me a chance to reflect. Like I think some of the realizations that I came to this weekend about what I'm not doing, I realized because I was thinking, well, it's weird. I'm going to be talking to you. And I have to tell you, I stayed exactly the same weight. And I don't know why, because I've been great. And that caused me to think, have you really? (laughs) So, um, you know, that accountability is really key for me. And I think that there are lots of ways for people to get that through the accountability group, through checking in with someone else, Um, as long as you're being honest with yourself, because I think accountability only works if you're honest with yourself and the people you're being accountable to, because it could have been easy for me to say like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing great to both me and to you. If I wasn't really looking at it and saying, but are you? No, there are definitely times when if you could hear the the verbal version of how I'm doing, like on online, I'm like, no, you know, it was a good day. It was a good day. And then if you actually asked me, I'd be like, yeah, no, it's good. Like, <laughs> if, when, I, when I make that sound, you know, yeah. it's the code red, yeah, like that, face first in a bucket of Nutella. So that, yeah, no, yeah, no. voice. Yeah, no, yeah. you don't want to hear that. That's, yeah, no is my speak yeah, for, yes, for sure. most definitely I'm suffering. So, well, good. Well, I'm really glad and I'm grateful. And I, it, uh, it is, it is awesome that you are staying accountable and, uh, that that is something that you find valuable because not everybody uh, responds well to outer accountability. So congratulations yeah, it, it on it being It sounds like you're you're thinking in a healthy in a healthy way. Even if uh, you and I and Catherine are not always acting in a healthy way, it's about uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> maintaining you know getting right back on and and you know we like to say what are you going to do tomorrow? You yeah. know it's it's not just about today. It's like okay, so you you made a mistake. What are you going to do now? Yep. Yeah. And it, I kind of see it as an inspirational didgeridoo. Like every time you're inspiring, Kate, I am then inspired to get back on track too, because I am not, a, you know, on a pedestal of perfection. I still have really tough days and reinvesting in the group and having people have challenges. You know, I can be vocal about mine too. So it's, uh, it's important to just stay mindful and engaged. So, so thank you for doing that because yeah. it helps me too. And so. thank you for hammering home the, uh, the idea of, of writing everything down. I think that that is huge. That's one of my biggest things. I don't think it matters what 
what, you know, quote unquote diet you're on, what plan you're on. But I think, you know, writing everything down and being honest about it, honest with yourself more than anything is, uh, is one of the key steps in, uh, in doing this. So are you saying the greatest love of all is inside of each of us? ourselves exactly <laughs> they should make a song out write of that. that down yeah that's a yeah jot that down real quick the greatest love of the all greatest love of all hammer time <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna call the song hammer time <laughs> anyway all right well kate thank you so much for checking in with us and uh and staying present and accountable and inspiring and the frozen broccoli situation is definitely <laughs> Uh, something we are going to try because now I have no, I have fewer excuses than I did when we were 30 minutes ago talking. So I love the frozen broccoli situation. Their second album was a masterpiece. <laughs> anyway, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they're opening up for a corn niblet. <laughs> <laughs> there is a band called Corn. Well, there's, not, yeah, not, not Corn Niblet. niblet. Yeah, that's, okay. yeah, that's, that's the high different. school band. So. That's, that's the cover band. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Kate. And uh, we look forward to checking in with you in a couple of weeks. Great. Me too. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.